Hello and welcome to Fanbyte Daily for Friday, October 9th, 2020. I am your host, head of Fanbyte Media, John Warren. I am here to wrap up your week with the news and games and entertainment in less than 10 minutes. Microsoft announced Friday that it would be rolling out more permanent guidelines for remote work and working outside of designated office spaces, even when offices open back up after the COVID-19 pandemic ends. In a blog post on their site, Kathleen Hogan, the chief people officer and executive vice president of Microsoft, said the company has learned a lot about how their employees work during quarantine. Their goal moving forward is to offer their employees more flexibility with how and where they work. Employees will generally be uh, free to work under 50% of their work week at home, with options for permanent remote work dependent on manager evaluation and approval. Work hours are also on the table depending on manager approval and time zones and such. Uh, Relocation is something employees can discuss with management as well. Adjustments will be made for geographic location, boo, and some expenses will not be paid, especially if they're moving to an area without a Microsoft office close by. Uh, The company makes it clear by the end of the post that it still holds working together in a shared space to be valuable, but this newfound flexibility seems to be making its way around to many major tech companies. Facebook, uh, for its part, has previously announced that it would likely be moving half of its employees to remote positions within the decade. Not to make this about us, but this sounds a a lot like uh, the realizations that we've had as a company uh, here at Fanbyte over the past six months. Uh, So we are also kind of instituting similar plans, which is pretty exciting. Uh, The next few years in media and tech should be pretty interesting. Judge Yvonne Gonzalez-Rogers has permanently ruled that Apple cannot block Epic's Unreal Engine from being updated on the Apple App Store, unless the engine somehow violates its terms of service. In turn, Epic was not granted injunctive relief on a permanent basis for Fortnite to be added back to the digital storefront. Judge Rogers told Epic that even though a jury may eventually find that Apple's practices aren't in the spirit of the free market, the company still shot itself in the foot by knowingly breaking the terms of service. Last month, Judge Rogers suggested a jury trial to decide this issue once and for all to prevent the issue from bouncing around from court to court for years. It's not yet known if and when this jury trial will take place, but we will keep you posted. Amazon Game Studios Crucible, the multiplayer arena shooter that launched in May to such a cold response and went back into beta in July, has been cancelled entirely, according to a blog post from the studio. Aside from custom games being launched into beta, uh, launched to beta players in the coming days, no more updates will be added and the game will shut down partially in the coming weeks and permanently and completely by November 9th. Crucible is just the latest in a series of failed games projects for Amazon, but this one is notable for how poorly it was initially marketed, how poorly it was received right away, and how quickly the team retreated to try to repair the damage. Uh, In a silver lining to the story, uh, the team will apparently not be laid off, but instead be moved to Amazon's MMO project, The New World. Sony opened up on Friday about those pesky PlayStation 4 games that will not be backward compatible on PlayStation 5. They've said for a long time that the overwhelming majority of PlayStation 4 games would be perfectly compatible on the PS5, but we never got a sense of how many games that would exclude. Now we know! There are 10 games listed on their support page for compatibility, and they are as follows. DWVR, Afro Samurai 2 Revenge of Kuma Volume 1, TT Isle of Man, Ride on the Ride on the Edge 2, Just Deal with It, Shadow Complex Remastered, Robinson the Journey, We Sing, Hitman Go Definitive Edition, Shadwen, 
Joe's Diner. Okay, not to be incredibly rude, but none of those games are system-defining pieces of software. So, this should come as welcome news uh, that only these 10 extremely special games won't make the generational jump. Hitman Go Definitive Edition is kind of a loss, but there are other places to play it. Same goes for Shadow Complex, which by now is an indie relic probably best remembered for being connected to noted homophobe Orson Scott Card. Anyway. Digital Extremes revealed the latest Warframe to join the eponymous game, an alchemy-based Warframe called Lavos. Yes, that Lavos, like the Chrono, Tr Chrono Trigger antagonist. We don't know if that's the origin, but it's certainly possible, as most Warframes directly reference something from mythology or mythology adjacent. This would be a little bit of a departure, but not a huge one. Uh, Lavos will use snakes and potions to fight waves of enemies in the wettest version of Destiny you can imagine. Uh, the devs will do a showcase soon to highlight Lavos' abilities. Their Heart of Deimos expansion is getting an update too uh, uh, soon as well. Uh, finally, Larian Studios in a blog post today pointed out uh, that when they took an average of all the choices players of Baldur's Gate 3's early access's character creator, the results were... Well, pretty lackluster. The average build for players is a white dude. It's just, it's just like a, a white. This looks kind of like a Prince Charming white dude. Um, they called it a vault dweller, which is kind of funny. Uh, yeah, Larian kind of poked fun at their player base for this, and later clarified that they're chill about it. They're just kind of, I mean, you know. They're having fun. Uh, they just thought it was funny considering the different races and customization options they put in the game. If you saw a tweet about this uh, on Friday, it was probably mine. I had a tweet pointing out this blog post and it, it went went crazy. I've never had a tweet go viral. It was wild. Uh, Twitter's weird. It's just it's not even that interesting. Anyway, if you want to go check out Baldur's Gate 3, I definitely recommend it. It is uh, still pretty buggy. It is in early access, but even so, the character creator is... Pretty cool, and it's a good RPG. We talked about it for an hour on 99 Potions this week, which you should check out. Uh, and that is it for Fanby Daily. We made it through another week. Please check out our wonderful podcast over at fanby.com slash podcast. We have some great new stuff coming out next week, so keep your ears peeled. Uh, thank you so much for hanging out, and I'll see you all Monday.